0: Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Scott, and I have my two friends here, and you know by now they're in two little black
1: boxes. I've got Ryan. I'm still leveling my character. Hold on. And Scott. I guess I'm Matt, actually, because you introduced yourself as Scott. Did I? You did. Wow. Keep it in the edit, man. Let, let it ride. It's let fine. It ride.
0: It's fine. Okay. Well, I'm Scott now, I guess.
1: People who get paid a lot more money than we do leave this shit in. Okay. No, it's okay. I, I actually I actually don't want your identity, Matthew. It's it's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, can <have> it.
1: <laughs> you can take yours back. I'm I'm actually fine with that. I like myself. I I love
2: myself. I like me too.
0: Well, hello, my good friends. How are you guys doing? Okay. Doing all right. Good. Good good. Ryan, how's your gaming been?
2: Uh, pretty fun. We had to skip rhyme of the frost maiden because someone had a thing they had to go do so that made me sad oh they they were awful stomped a goddamn beholder though wee! they two turn killed that thing wee! they got hold monster off on it yeah Ooh, oh, sort of shit. yeah
0: because you're high enough level that if you just get you could have those spells that are just like if i get this off it's over
2: yep they got hold monster on it and it, it was dead really fast after that it doesn't have have legendary resistance
0: oh well that's your problem right there didn't have legendary resistance the
2: holders man it's they are what they are right interesting it's i got off a bunch of petrification rays that didn't land and then they held monsters and then they uh it was the jojo meme (laughs) standing (laughs) around and kicking them you know uh
0: that sounds like fun scott what about you how's your gaming
1: um, my gaming's been great, actually. Um, I guess we're going to talk about it now. So we, we have a session zero, which I believe our, our patrons should be able to listen to soon. Yep. Uh, and we had our first session of the, our sort of official playtest game of Trinity Continuum, Anima. Run Ooh. by friend of the show, Eddie Webb of Onyx Path, also with Dixie Kaufgren of Onyx Path playing with us. So and you know it's fucking great. Heavy hitters, you know. It is yeah. fucking great. And I having love a good it. Good old time. So
0: so yeah, so we finally let the cat out of the bag. Patrons sort of knew what we were doing already, and this is our public announcement because I got permission to do so. We are doing an official actual play slash play test of Trinity Continuum Anima. And those episodes will be out for people's consumption during the Kickstarter. So it will, we will definitely link to all the things that could be linkable, so everyone can watch it.
1: Which uh, it looks like that might be uh, another month or so because they're doing a werewolf book next on Kickstarter.
0: I think so. Maybe, maybe you know, so. They, they
1: announced that in the Monday meeting notes.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So, but don't worry, you will all be well aware of when that that goes it, it'll be
1: out there and we'll be putting it on the polyhedron feed the audio of it yeah uh, for everybody so you don't even have to be a patron to listen to it but you should nope. be a patron
0: no nope. you should be a patron
1: It's how you show your love
0: yes you can buy our love
1: you can purchase our affection that's yeah, true. purchase our affection yes yeah um, transactional
0: so yeah we've been redoing some recording and it is great and i look forward to our sessions to come
1: yeah, it's a short campaign. Um, it's going to be th- we we are playing three sessions, but it's going to be chopped up into uh, nine episodes. Yep. Uh, so it's an hour long, short and sweet, uh, just like our Polyhedron plays episodes are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I you this is good stuff. Like we have a really good group together. There's a really cool story. We're digging into kind of the the core mystery of Anima. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, players are going missing or they're disappearing or weird shit that's happened to players in Terra Surge. And that's like the first layer of a grand conspiracy. What is, you know, what is the core of of Anima? Yep. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, additionally, in gaming, I broke down uh, because of just a peak of boredom and wanting to play something, uh, that's, you know, online D&D-ish. I broke down and got Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, ooh. which, you know, it's early access. So I'm a shell and I'm beta, beta testing for them, uh,
2: but it's fucking cool. It is. No, it does look. Listen, I want to play Baldur's Gate 3 really bad <laughs> <laughs> every time. And they were just like, oh, and now I'm, they got druids. I'm like, oh, druids. I love druids. Like, you know, and that. But, you know.
1: No, I, I get have. it. I get it. And you're right. I mean, you're right, too, yeah. because, like, it's okay I, to be I, here, you know. I got it. I played it for a little bit. Then they released a new
2: patch that completely invalidated my saves. They always so do, like, that too. Uh, <laughs> uh, they do that every fucking time. And like, you
0: paid. Uh, hey, Scott, and you paid for that privilege. You paid.
1: For I it. know I did. It's fine, but it's fun to play. I'm enjoying it. Mm, um, it's fun to fuck around with. And like, it's, it's one of those things where I could probably play this little section of it a couple of dozen times because I'm seeing like in the variations of, Oh, this went very differently
2: yeah mm-hmm. like I, mean, that's I did larian I... games are like that divinity original sin 2 there's just a million contextual things that happen yep based on just all kinds of crap it's it's great uh i i mean i played divinity original sin 2 for like 100 hours i didn't finish it because i just it's I a lot of game it's well, a well, stupid it's a amount of game, of game. It, i did that thing that happens sometimes where you get real close to the end of a thing and you're just like hmm I'm done. Yeah, you I... burn,
0: you burn out, you burn out because the game is extremely long. When I thought I was in the last act of a game, I was into the second to the last act. I was like, I'm done.
2: Also, uh... fighting that Kraken was just no fun. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fun at all. I hated yeah. it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was like that with one of the penny arcade games. It got to a final boss, and I was just like, this is no good. I don't want to yeah. grind.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it um, broke my yeah. spirit. <laughs> So for my gaming, uh, pretty much solid day. I'm helping, uh, we're doing Atomic Youth stuff. Obviously, we're doing Anima, which is the thing we've been mostly focusing on, which has forced me to learn a lot of new programs I'm not used to using. Yay, go me. Um, Not really game related, Uh, but I have the very beginnings of an idea for a Age of Sigmar soulbound game that I may run eventually. I'm slowly putting the pieces together for that.
2: Speaking of souls, it's bound in bodies. Oh wait, are we gonna do the other news first, or we yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah? We'll, oh, okay, uh, shit. all right. Yes, Mo-
0: yes. But- we're gonna do actual news now.
2: Like mm-hmm. news, news. like we always do, Ryan. Like I got excited. Maybe I was gonna get the transition off for once. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing the game. No, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> you uh, don't can't tell me what to do a, there's a dragon book we figured yep. we, we guessed there was a dragon book it wasn't Abir. it's just generic dragon that's to that's totally cool I, everyone who doesn't love a fucking dragon
1: well yep. i mean it's kind of, i thought it, i I thought it was at least marginally Dragonlance because of fizzbin yes is that, it is is,
2: is. is fizzbin a dragon Lance yes dude yep okay yeah they said it's gonna be okay it won't be heavily into dra- Dragonlance according to everything they're saying it's just it's just generic dragon it is it's, well, Dragonlance is about as generic as it gets. Well, so yes.
0: <laughs> it's basically the fifth edition version of the Dragonomicon. That's yeah. That's what a it Dragonomicon. Has. It's a Dragonomicon. It is the book about dragons. Did you want everything and new rules and everything about dragons? Here you you bring go. Bring back the
2: gem dragon. It's a big deal. Yep.
0: They're they're reprint actually read it. They're reprinting the rules for the sapphire dragon because they had that as a free download thing you could have. And it's going to be out in October, and it's going to have expanded rules for dragons. They have a new section for dragons called Great Worms, which is basically here's some mythical dragons, like hmm. scaled yeah. up like Odysseys of Pharaohs dragons.
2: And they, you know they have Bahamut stat block, you know yeah. that exists out there if you want it. Yeah, it's it's uh, going to be a big. Are they doing old book. dragon bre- dragonkin, like half dragons and shit? I don't know. No,
0: I haven't read anything that they're going to have half dragon stuff, but they're just going to have a lot of dragon themed subclasses and
2: feats. You know, I could stuff see like them that. though since they did the hex blood and mm-hmm. Von Richtens, I could imagine they could get away with like a like a dragon kin, not dragon born, dragon kin, you know, yes. slightly different. Cuz you know, who doesn't want to be the half dragon? sorcerer with all yeah. the angst i don't know just...
0: yeah they kind of need like i like dragonborn all but there's difference between like a dragonborn and like being a dragon blooded speaking of that uh type of character for uh playing in D D has an entirely different theming uh yeah so that'll be out in october we're looking forward to it uh yeah i'm that...
2: surprised they were doing three books and three like three rapid yep. succession like three months mm-hmm. oh, no
0: and, and speaking of the other book which is the Strixhaven uh, book, which is actually quite interesting. They've released some more details about like the, what's, what is in the book. And there's some really cool things. It's going to have a uh, four big adventures that, that span over one school year.
2: Hmm. Oh, okay. That
0: that ranges between one and 10th level. Like that. Um, And part of the, what's new in this book is like, they're putting a much heavier emphasis on like social mechanics for D and D because the whole point is supposed to emulate college life, like hmm. that for your D and D character, but you're in college. Interesting.
1: That's
2: cool. That might, yeah. that might be worth, worth some looking into. Yeah. Yeah. They also, I, I didn't, I, I mean, I think they've redacted them or pulled them since, but they did have a UA where they had uh multi-class yes. or cross-class yeah. uh, or uh uh, subclasses for yeah. different, you know, arcane cl- casters, mm-hmm. which I thought yeah. were neat. They seem to actually do a pretty good job of being, you know, they could work either way. Yeah, the whole point
0: at. of them is like you can pick and choose as you have them. So if you're one subclass, if but you're also can get them, and if you get a feature at a certain level, you can just switch out one of your features for the appropriate level feature from this sort of specialty subclass that you get from Strixhaven. Interesting. Whole point is like you actually learning like weird magic and stuff. I dig it. Also, they're gonna have owl people.
1: Uh, that that would be cool.
0: And they're called Owlin, Owlin. Yep, that is really cool. Um, and there's obviously more stuff coming out soon uh, about Wild beyond the witchlight. Um, but I don't know too much about it.
2: Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I have it. I have it pre-ordered.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. In sort of actual play news, the C team is back. Uh, Acquisitions Incorporated C team. So I'm happy about that. Uh, looking forward to. Have they had an back.
0: event or what's no? They what's going they, on?
1: they they are they played a game in the studio at uh, for PAX uh, online East, which is a weird weird ass name for it. They did it basically did it. They did another online PAX. Yeah. Uh, this past weekend. Uh, and at the end of that, they announced that they're going to be back at the regular table every Wednesday to oh, finish cool. up the story. Yay! So I'm uh, very happy about that. I'm glad that, you know, it's it's been a fucking long time for mm-hmm. that one. Like that that one stayed away for a long time, like longer than Critical Role stayed away. hmm um, but I'm happy that they're back. I'm happy that they're all, you know, feeling safe enough to be in the same room with each other and playing. Yep. Uh, because they're in, a, they're out of, uh, Seattle. So, you know, that shit happened.
0: Yeah. The G4 event for Dragon D&D was this last weekend where they had a whole bunch of celebrities playing. I, I tuned in for brief moments here and there. It was, uh, as crazy as you think it was.
1: I'm gonna, um, have, I'll have to check that out.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think, um, Jason Mewes and um, Kevin Smith were playing in Etten. (laughs) Oh, well. They were both playing the same
1: character. That makes sense. That's funny. They both wore
0: like white shirts. Mm -hmm. So then they were right next to each other on the camera. So they were always messing with each other while they were doing stuff. That's
1: fairly hilarious. That's good stuff. Okay. Um, (laughs) Uh, Total sequitur. Apparently, Clarks 3 started filming.
0: Yes. Yeah. Clarks 3. Yeah i I'm we'll see, see where it. this goes
1: i mean the jan silent bob reboot was just the hottest garbage oh. Uh but it was like fun hot garbage yeah like it was like eh, i laughed but it, it it was clearly like a very self-indulgent movie that that was made so i'm hoping clerk 3 is actually you know good
0: on to other uh gaming news uh What I'm really interested in is Avatar: The Last Airbender, guys. No, yeah, they have released the Quick Start rules that you all you do is sign up on their mailing list and you can get them. Uh, That's powered by the
1: Apocalypse. Yeah, I believe
0: so. Magpie Games is the one doing it, I believe. Mm -hmm. I haven't looked at the rules yet, um, but the Kickstarter is in on August 3rd, so expect a lot of stuff going on for that. That's probably going to be a very big Kickstarter. That is going Mm -hmm. to. We'll, yeah. i want to see how that machinery runs' yes. yeah, I'd be interested
2: do. to see it it's a cool world yeah it's a neat what? world i mean everyone's a magic person
0: pretty much or you'd be a
2: non-magic person well you know you have plenty of heroic mortals so it's cool yeah well i'm
1: i'm really <laughs> looking for the uh the cabbage vendor class yes it's uh, <laughs> like that's uh that's gonna be cabbage. top tier you gain yep. a lot of experience when your yeah. cabbage <laughs> yeah. get destroyed yep. <laughs> that's but that's the only time
0: Oh, and one last little piece of news that I still, but I've said it before, Adventures of the Forgotten Realms, really cool. I need to get a couple decks of it. The art just looks fucking phenomenal because they have cards that are all pictures from the original cartoon.
2: Ah. Yeah, they really, um, went, in, they really went in deep on this one. Oh, yeah. I think, I, I, think st- I linked you guys.
1: Uh, it was a tech talk that was like talking about the Xanathar card deck, where apparently Xanathar is Jabba the Hutt with just a bunch of dudes. You know that's yeah that's kind
0: of what Zenithar is in the in the in the lore, because he's a mob boss. He just happens to also be a beholder.
2: Yeah, which when you really think about like the grand scheme of beholder plots, uh, <laughs> pretty low tier actually in terms of what <laughs> yeah. stuff beholders get up to.
0: Yeah, because they're 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 quasi insane. and They're super xenophobic, like to the point of they they don't have good machinations. They don't want to deal with. Well, them they're also one.
1: like they're. <laughs> It's not so much that they're like xenophobic as they're solipsistic. So, yeah. They don't they don't believe anything else is real but them.
2: Yep. Yep, that's actually coming up in uh Rhyme of the Frostmaiden right e- now. Even uh. when
0: even when they dream other beholders into existence. Like, yeah, which is how figment. they replicate by the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I read that I was like that's uh, cool. and one of the
2: I'm, I'm using this uh, I'm using uh, the the curious case of Wisteria veil vale from Candlekeep. Yeah, Uh, I've picked out two of them. Uh, One of them was written by Brandis Doddard. uh, Yeah, came on the show and talked about it. Uh, Good stuff in there. I'm going to bend it and twist it a little bit to make it make it fit. But yeah, uh, a a beholder gets somewhere they definitely shouldn't get by uh, by dreaming too hard. Yeah. As I said earlier, they stomped the shit out of him. (laughs) Yeah. That's what dreaming gets you, I guess. Yeah, fuck that guy. So fuck your dreams, <laughs> fuck fuck your, your dreams. dreams. Fuck your dreams, the Holder.
0: Ah, uh, I gotta work that into the show title.
2: So I'm really excited about Squeaks and D because I can pl- play my, my one of my my sweet sweet boys as a yeah psychic.
0: yeah. That the Kickstarter is going on right now.
2: Yeah, they, it's going on right
1: now. They just dropped the rules for the uh, Psionics. Mm-hmm. which that's cool as shit. Yep. I, need
2: check, I need to check it out when I have also, time. Also,
0: Rabbit Rules, they're going to use rabbits. Yep. So if yep. you like rabbits, nice. um, there's going to be a part of it. Um they so are cute. Link in the show notes. Please go back Eddie's Project. Yep. It's great. Anyways, everyone, that's pretty much the news. We're going to head right on to the main topic.
2: I tried. I tried earlier. It didn't it work tried. out. didn't work out. We're going to give you one more shot. Figure it, it out.
1: Hey. Got to be quick about it, though. let's Nail the segue speaking of the dreams of creation
2: I don't ah, hey! man, no big man. you did, did it, it. You did
1: congratulations it. yeah Bezos. Jeff Bezos.
0: become a patron get all the inside memes yeah Uh.
2: so yeah it's good I like
0: it yeah we're gonna talk about <laughs> exalted essence everyone that's what we're gonna do for the topic of the show
2: <laughs> Ryan's hot take yeah it's pretty good I like it hey, man, it's pretty yeah. good
0: it in, in cut show in, yeah, in title credits Hello, everyone. Matthew here. If you enjoyed the show, you can always contact us. <laughs> I, I have
1: skimmed it in the interest of being the, the audience POV and let you guys...
0: Oh, I thought you just didn't want to do work.
1: I mean, that too.
2: <laughs> but I'm but I'm dressing it up as, you know... A, a pop- I, under, I read... Yeah, I read most of the system. I obviously didn't read the ch- all the charms because I'm not an insane person. So I read the charms that I used to have a long time ago when I was a, a water dragon-blooded martial artist mm-hmm. and just to sort of like okay well how do these cognate to the and i gotta say i mean it's like i saw all the stuff i recognized in there of what they did a very good job of transitioning like well that's what that used to do and just in the terms of this new very scaled down system that they've put in place and it's very scaled down by comparison. Too. I didn't see people's whole essences getting added to dice pools a lot, which is no. good.
0: so so let's let's rewind a little bit, sort of go f- from the bottom and go up.
2: You're right. I'm sorry.
0: What we're talking about is exalted essence. They just wrapped up the Kickstarter, and which is basically a very s- slim down streamlined version of exalted it is not exalted fourth edition uh, as far as their the official policy of onyx bath is however there will be some arguments that will make later that says otherwise um but uh, we all backed it and mm-hmm. we got to get the manuscript and we've read it and i think all of us enjoy it it's very good it's a very good slimmed down version because, as we probably you've probably heard a couple times on the show, Exalted Third Edition was good, quote unquote, but it's very big.
2: Now, it to is. be one hundred percent clear, when we say this is a slim down version of Exalted Third Ed, the PDF is four hundred and fifteen pages. The manuscript of Exalted Essence is a four hundred page PDF, Beak. so. Think of how far they slimmed it down.
0: <laughs> so that's about maybe half the size of the entire 3rd Ed book. Yep. Now, to be fair, they said this because this is not a 4th edition. This is not. It is supposed to be an easy introduction to Exalted. Like, hey, this is... Think of it like the 5th edition version of Exalted.
2: As close as they could get it.
1: Yeah. Now, now to... um to put that more into context yep. yes it is 400 page manuscript but that has every single exalt type mm-hmm. yes all of their charms and, yep, yep and you them. know along with the pared down system
2: and lore information yep right they did a fantastic job right and to back it up even further if you don't know what exalted is which is a possibility because we do have people just starting out exalted was a White Wolf property that used a the D10 pool system, much like every other White Wolf game. Uh, it has shunted off since then due to lots of dramatic changes and whatnot. Had a pretty rough third edition, and now they have the Essence version. And Exalted, it would take unbelievably a long time to explain what Exalted is about. Just know, anime superhero. Yep. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Very yeah.
1: very anime fantasy. Uh, but with like also with with like fantastical sci-fi. Yeah, uh,
0: sci-fi it's size anime sci fantasy. There you yeah. go. That's it's really the, cool. Huh, that's the essence of Exalted.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can you can go as broad or as narrow into Exalted as you want, and yep. basically run any type of setting or game that you you'd like yeah. to. There's a, there's so much in it. Uh, that you can really mine it for for fucking years. You
0: you, it's literally all all every anime trope in the kitchen sink can be thrown into Exalted, and it will all work in some and way or another.
2: The system actually does a very very good. The, the I don't know if the the system that is in place for Essence is the same one that is in place for Third Ed, but um, they did a very good job of. Sort of giving that very uh, cinematic feel of combat and how the ebb and flow of these things work, which we'll get into in a bit. Assuming we don't want to immediately jump into the mach- that deep dark. No, mystery. no. I mean,
0: we. I mean, <laughs> just like the this is a slim down version of Exalted, the setting stuff is all the same. That's that's actually very mm-hmm. very. Let's be very clear. The setting information for Exalted Third Edition can be used. And it is designed, uh, essence is designed around in the assumption that you're using the default setting of Mm -hmm. Exalted.
2: Which is another reason they can slim it down nicely, because they can have the lore be a very, the sort of Cliff Notes version Mm -hmm. of a couple, but 20 pages worth of lore. And then it's like, okay, well, you can go look at the main book for that. Now, Would you like to know more?
0: Yeah. And because there are Mm -hmm. going to be, because they've stated multiple times, like, this is not replacing third edition. This is not... We're we're still going to publish those books. There's still going to be more setting information in those books for you to use. Um, Now, they have mentioned that they're likely not to produce Exalted uh, Essence-specific books going forward. But Mm -hmm. it was a fairly popular Kickstarter. We'll see.
1: I can see them including, like, Essence-related stretch goals in the other Other books that they put out. Yeah. Yeah. So while we were talking, I had an idea uh, that like it, it's not explicitly a part of Exalted, like the it, but it is very anime. Exalted isekai,
0: where you go from another world to this world. Yeah,
1: like you're a normal dude, you meet Trakun, and then you
0: oh, that's the there. Right <laughs> oh, is there. it?
1: They, oh, okay. They they have isekai.
2: Yeah, you're from a you're you're from a pruned reality. I see.
1: So
0: let's, let's, what's really cool about Exalted Essence from the get go, we'll get in the machinery in a little bit. As Scott said, all of the Exalt types are mapped out in this book. Yep. There are Exalt types that have only been mentioned in the other books that we actually can use here. This is why, while they can't officially say it's a fourth edition, it kind of is a fourth edition of Exalted because it gives you everything you need to play that they've been wanting to put out into people's hands
2: for years. Right. So it, when it comes to that, like, for, and again, going back for people who aren't super familiar, basically there's a shit ton of exalts. Like there's, there's 10 types now. There's 10 different types of them, all representing yep. a different type of a heroic soul or elemental Theeming, essence or yeah. concepts. Basically, yeah. you're the superhero of X mm-hmm. in yes. a lot of ways. And a
1: lot of those have, like, different subtypes amongst them. Five usually. Yeah. Five. Each of them has
2: five subtypes. Yeah. Usually.
0: We'll, we'll be going over in a few minutes, just like each really quickly, what each of those are and what they're, but because it's actually very important based on the machinery of Exalted Essence.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So each Exalt type is, they just have all the things because what they get to do in this, uh, what they've done, I should say, is previously each Exalt had their own charm set which was a full, like, all the abilities had or attributes had their own charms. It was basically a big portion of any of the splat books, any of the individual exult-type books would be devoted to their charms, and they've condensed it down to say, no, most of them can all take the same charm. It's just some charms work slightly differently depending on your exalt type, or you don't get access to it at all. And that's a much narrower and smaller subset of charms. Yeah,
2: it's basically like say, okay, Lunar Exalts have a charm that does something that makes you hardier. So do demons. Mm -hmm. Why do we need two charms for this? This is just the charm that makes you strong, like makes you thick. (laughs) Like a milkshake. With multiple C's. yes.
0: Yeah. multiple multiple multiple, and and yes any
2: any any of the old heads out there will tell me that ox body meditation is a general charm that everyone took i get that but what i was trying i was trying to simplify it down okay yeah (laughs)
1: uh i mean i haven't skimmed it super hard is there are there spirit charms or is that included in in this philosophy
2: they
0: do not in this book they do not see any but the all the all the exalt types could that could learn other exalt magic or Mm -hmm. spirit magic can Mm -hmm. still do it gotcha because something they've done in third edition and they've kept in this edition, this version, is there's things called evocations, which are essentially charms that you get from outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so the machinery for t- for developing your own charms is very much well put together in Exalted Essence. It's actually something because one of the Exalt types is called Exident and they are the wild card uh, exalt. They are basically the exalt of whatever kind of thing you as the player want to create with your GM. And you can become an exigent exalt. And, and, and they
2: just give like 12 examples of shit you can have. Yeah. And then they're just like, and because you have all of this stuff in front of you, you can kind of like see. You, it's a lot easier to see the internal balance. Yes. of What a plus one to this means, you know, like what is the weight of a two diet of two dice what is yes. that actually you know is that good like so you can kind of weigh what you have and kind of make your own they,
0: they definitely because this this book essence is a little bit more machinery focused than setting focused uh they have done gone to great lengths to very simply explain not only how charm stuff charm and everything else works but how you can develop your own things within it because there are such simple examples of what these things do that it's very easy for anyone to sort of extrapolate and design something new
1: so they kind of give you the lego box
0: yes absolutely
2: by reading like 10 charms you can kind of see how a charm like what is the power of a charm what is that supposed to mean at what at what tier like if you look at some of the baseline martial arts stuff you get a plus one to something when you do this specific type of thing. That's what most of them are, like a yep. conditional plus one to something,
0: or plus two, or your essence. Yeah, well, or... if
2: you're, or if you're a special boy and this is like your shit, like yeah, you get a plus two because this is your shit. Like yeah. this, you have a mat, You're the type of exalt that is good at this stuff, so you get a plus one, another so, plus one. So let's run
0: through some. Now let's go into the machinery and a little bit more because here at Polyhedron we're a big proponent of mechanics and setting mold into each other so you can't really talk about one without the other
2: and i'll tell you what if there's one i, I will to for people not super familiar with it like exalted is really good at that mm-hmm. very specifically like if there's one thing that we can always we can all say is that exalted is good at melding those two things together occasionally to its own detriment uh and, in the, <laughs> and the formatting of their books but not this time not this yep. time.
0: <laughs> so, so like most Onyx Path games or any of the old White Wolf games, it runs on d tens. You make a pool of dice between your attributes and your in your skills. They call them abilities, and you you're looking for seven eights, nines, and tens. Uh, so for those of the Story Path system, they are a fairly higher tier character, which makes sense because mm-hmm. um, you are exalted.
2: Also, they only have three. At. I think they're doing force.
0: I was getting I was getting to that. Something that we now that we uh uh slight spoiler for anima uh we're become very familiar with the idea that the attributes only there are only three of them mm-hmm. there's force, finesse, and um
2: yeah, uh, it, I think they did the triple F in, mm-hmm. in exalted, but yeah, I think in, in anima it's resistance. Either way, like they've been flirting with this for quite some time now. The idea it's like, do the attribute do we really need this level of granularity and attributes? because like uh, like yeah just because they did it in 1991 doesn't mean it was exactly a good right. system.
0: Force finesse and fortitude
2: yeah okay. so they sort of have just said we're done with this like it's a four like well, I think' when, when, they, <laughs> when they when they when they're dealing with their
1: stripped down versions because like in anima as we've learned, the in-game MMO version of your character sheet is a stripped down version of of a, of what is recognizable as an Onyx Path character sheet or right. a Story Path character sheet, just like and so when you have Exalted Essence, it's a stripped down version of what would be a normally a third edition character sheet. And that's part true. of that stripping down is the paring down of the uh, attribute systems into three core attributes. Which yes. hey, if your if your goal is to simplify a complicated system, that's a cool way of of handling
2: that and yeah. it's, uh, it's a nice way of saying well the skills are the star of the show really like mm-hmm. that you're yeah. really more about the skills than you are the attributes right I
1: mean, they've
0: even pared that down there used to be 23 skills or something silly like that now it's like 14 it's much smaller they they've condensed a lot of things um just to make it easy um and the entire book is designed for ease of use because it's like oh Pick one of your skills. You get a five and one skill, a four and another skill, a couple threes, a two and a one. You're done. Like, that's it. You there's not individual points. There's nothing like that. Same with the attributes. Your primary's got four dots in it. Your secondary's got three, and your last one's got two. Have and fun. If, and they have the, the rules for,
2: like, hey, do you want to be slightly stronger? Here are the rules for stronger. You just have, too strong. Hey,
0: you just have to make yourself slightly stronger or whatnot. And from the abilities and attributes, you make the pull of dice, you get the roll. Then that is the bare bones basic part of how the system works. Um, Obviously, Exalted Third Ed is a lot more complicated and they had to pare it down. One of the things... Uh, that they did is everyone just starts with five motes of essence, which is motes of essence for everyone is just Mm -hmm. the magical energy that you use to fuel all your magic stuff.
2: Which that number is very restrained (laughs) from what it used to be. But you were thinking you get a little bit more as your, as your main power stat essence goes up, you get a touch more, but they did this because uh, for, you know, anyone who played the original You had moat pools that were absurd. Like you had like sixty moats, and then you had an overdrive pool that could only be used for straight up beating motherfuckers with.
0: Yeah, and And it it was it was a weird peripheral personal overdrive. Yeah, got
1: complicated. So now there's five of them. Party, you know, like like the clown party, and then there was you know. It was just ridiculous. Like and like, glass beads were almost required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. managing some sort of physical physical tracker.
2: Mm -hmm. I had to have a spreadsheet for my martial artist because of (laughs) how much stuff was going on.
1: Now, I will say there is a certain level of joy to that kind of like grognardy mechanical manipulation. Like yes. if that's your bag, if like I want to have a super technical resource managing uh, experience, third edition exists.
2: Well, the, <laughs> the one problem I would say, and I'm pretty sure third edition had the same, I didn't play third edition, but I imagine given what I know that it was a problem in second edition, there was a, there was a point of, or a level where a lot of the charms that you have might not be useful anymore, which is right. a mm-hmm. problem that I saw that like, for example, lower tier martial arts once you get the Big Daddy martial arts, no, useless. No, Why ever use them?
0: Uh, like multiple form terms? Like, uh, why would I have multiple forms? Because multiple forms, only one form can be active at a time.
2: Whereas I can stack all this other crap. Yep. Uh, but They so, sort of okay. corrected for that. Yes. Because the martial arts trees are... Very pared down. Like and down like- the charm
0: trees are extremely pared down. That's the point. You only uh, typically used to only start with like 10 charms. I didn't you now start f-
2: with four. I didn't even see Infallible Messenger in there.
0: Uh, I think it's in Fly- there somewhere.
2: Flying guillotine's in there. I know. Uh,
0: Death so, by obsidian butterflies. very mean. <laughs> now, we're talking about sorcery, by the way. They've, and from there, some of the uh, things they did actually, something we can talk about, something they expanded greatly are Virtues
2: yeah i saw there used to be three
0: there's usually three four now there is seven Hmm. but they unlike the old ones where they are rated like one to five like like an attribute or an ability they're rated they're just major and minor Hmm. you pick one that's major one that's minor because the social mechanics depend on what what the intensity of those uh virtues are and also intimacies
2: and you can use those virtues in if and, and some of the wishy or washy stuff, basically, you get like, you can stunt off your, your virtues, is what it like. It doesn't say you stunt off your virtues, but it basically mechanically says, if this does X about one of your virtues, you get this bonus. It's like, oh, well, you're just telling the stunt using your virtues. That's good. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. no, but mechanize it so people don't have to, like, sus, like, figure out what the hell that means. It's like, no, if this person has done something that is completely antithetical to your virtue, you now get an additional X when you use this charm. Right. So, Need stuff like that.
0: So Scott, I know is familiar with with second edition and familiar with third edition. Uh, stunting still exists, mm-hmm. and what stunting is is basically cleverly and succinctly explain what you're doing. Make it put some flair into your descriptions of things. That kind of stuff. Use your intimacies. Use your virtues, and you get bonuses. Now they go to nice night. Nice, they they're very simple. They're just like here's plus two dice, that's it. Or you can hold on to it and give it two dice to someone else later on. I didn't, or give they yourself didn't a do the
2: tiers this time. Did they? What did they do? Our stunts like a, a they're a not solid tiered number? anymore. No, that's they're good. not. They're just you stunt or you don't stunt. There was there was a there was an inherent issue in in the tiering of stunts.
0: Yeah, because you wanted because the old system there was one to three. And there were criteria of how you met them. And so games would boil down to arguments about what tier was my stunt. And it was always GM Fiat, like GM's judgment. Which
2: is like, oh, man, really put the power in the GM's hands to accidentally play favorites for the people who are better at describing shit. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> uh, but now so, it's just like give a brief description of what you're doing. If it sounds cool, stunt. If not, no stunt.
0: Yeah. And and <laughs> since there's only five motes that you're at four or five motes that you're active at the beginning of your character, if you can get a moat back for stunting, that's extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. It used to be like you get a couple motes and it didn't really matter as much. It still was important, but it didn't matter as much. This one's substantially more potent it's just if that means when you do spend a moat of to fuel a a charm or some other magical effect it's a fourth or a fifth of your power that you're drawing upon and you don't get these back readily so they matter a whole lot in the context of what you're doing
2: and using them actually builds up your uh your free flag yes which is Mm -hmm. so the the anima yes uh every exalt has an anima Yep. Uh, every exalt type has a passive effect of their anima, which is always on. Yep. Uh, the subdued effect, which happens when you have built up what is called two anima, uh, which is a sort of a, your cast mark start, like stuff starts glowing around you and shit. And then when you hit the big boy, 10 anima. And you get this by spending motes. And there are ways. And also, we'll get into what power is, but spending power, which is a secondary resource you generate. Yep. Um, jumps that up and when you get to tenth, 10 power you become iconic which which is is, there's no hiding
0: there's no hiding you
2: are like you have a big old symbol on your forehead glowing or eating light uh there's very spooky there's very spooky weird crazy things going on behind you uh to what a normal for a normal person and if
0: you ever seen goku go super saiyan you know what iconic is that's iconic like yeah that's iconic you can't deny what is going on
2: And while you're in that mode, some some, you know, you have some other passive stuff you can do or you can spend your anima and do something big.
0: Well, I know we're talking about about a lot of things very quickly, and it may sound like, oh, there's just so much. How can this be a slimmed down version? It's like it's actually presented very succinctly and simply. Every description is only like two sentences. Like the mechanics are only two to three sentences. So they're very. They're
2: very cut and dry, which is what they needed. They needed every yep. charm to be two sentences. Here's when this works. Here's when you do it, and here's what you get. And yep. th- then they'll have a nice little piece of flavor text if you care. Uh, yeah, a
0: uh, sentence,
2: a, a sentence second. of flavor text. So, so what really we need to get what we really need to get down to is the fact that there are kind of moats, anima, power, and will, which are your secondary resources. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're kind of your resources. Motes we've kind of talked about—they come back. There are a lot less of them, but they do a lot more stuff. But a lot of what motes used to do is actually, well, you can—you still do it through motes to activate charms and stuff. But what a lot—but a lot of that stuff comes down to power now, mm-hmm. uh, which power is generated through attack actions. Like there's two. Basically, t- yeah. So we're not mm-hmm. going to get like into the nitty, the super nitty gritty of what a flurry is or any of that crap. Really, what it comes down to is the way this system works is. There are two types of attacks, ones that hurt and ones that make you make you weaker, that weaken the target. Withering
0: and decisive is what what they are.
2: Yeah. So you make a bunch of withering attacks. You screw up their defense. You build up power on your own side and then you burn like power into a decisive attack that will actually let you roll damage if you hit.
0: Yeah, it's, it's basically you're gambling with power. You, basically, if any anime, you see that they're all like jabbing back and forth real fast and doing all kinds of, those are withering attacks. The whole point yep. is to throw to throw your uh, enemy off balance. And, and-,
2: and it, to be clear, like a withering attack from an exalt would still turn a human being into a red mist. Like that's yes. not, you know, these are weak attacks. Mostly it's just like to say that you guys are clashing, you guys are, you know, wearing each other down until one of you is built up enough to actually get a big hit in that actually does some damage.
0: Yeah, it's dramatic. The whole point is to, we need to build up the dramatic moment. And a lot of things go off building power. And even if you're not doing combat stuff like fighting, and this, I, you I can take this. actions to build power up. Yep. Like you can socially attack someone yeah, and you, build like, power. You can have a
1: hype man
2: who's yes. like, you literally my, like,
1: my boy is going to stomp you nuts.
2: And in fact, <laughs> like there are, parts like martial arts styles like the crane style Mm -hmm. uh actually has something specifically for if you socially attack someone as part of hitting them Mm -hmm. like if you talk shit about their style while hitting them it's better (laughs) like it's so you build up power doing this and non-combat people like non-heavy combat people because every exalt is really hard to kill by any stretch of the imagination but they can build up power and any excess power they gain can actually kind of go and can go into anima and they, or they can shunt it off into someone else.
0: They also can do weird stuff. If you don't want to just kill someone, you, you can also use power to do uh, essentially alternate actions, like disarming someone. You use power to do that. So yeah, I don't have enough power to hurt you, but I have enough power if I want to burn that power to disarm you, I can do that.
2: Yeah. It's a sure thing. That's the thing. You, once you hit... See, power to damage isn't a sure thing. I believe yep. the gambits mm-hmm. that you can spend power into are a sure thing.
0: No, you still have to roll, but... Well, you still have to
2: hit them. But what but I'm you saying have, is...
0: They have lower thresholds of power.
1: Right. It's, hard, what they're, it's easier to so pull yeah, off. So you can you can set up attacks. But it's all about setting up for the big move. Yeah, yes. It's
2: your team setting up for the big move, because you're going to be in a team, because that's part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Whether... Oh. Whether that's a super weird mixed race rainbow coalition of somehow an Abyssal and a Fernal and a Solar are getting along, I don't know. But
0: um, Oh, and that's actually a good segue because that's like kind of the bulk. There are a lot of, a lot of subsystems that I, I applaud them for, but we're kind of doing a big overview. And one of the things that older Exalted and 3rd Edition didn't do as well is like the balancing of having multiple Exalt types because in creation, in the setting of Exalted, there is a class divide. Mm-hmm. Between exalt normal people and exalts, and even amongst exalt, there's a class divide of raw, undeniable power. Sowers were always the best. Everyone else is kind of in the middle, and there was a couple at the bottom, like dragon blooded and normal humans and stuff like that. Exalted essence is like, nah, dog. We just kind of everyone play together, whatever you feel like. So if you all want to play a dragon blood game, go ahead. Or if you want to throw everything in the kitchen sink into one group. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's like they're more like we'll leave it to your storyteller to generate the cast system if we want. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we want to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, there are still like mechanical advantages to the higher yeah. yes. tier. So it's so Exalted, yeah. but it's not so. The disparity isn't so great that it you're literally playing two
2: different games. But the thing yeah. is, a lot of that stuff used to be like really bottom heavy too. Like even the uh, there's a specific type of charm that exists in all Exalted called an Excellency, which is basically just get better at a scale. Like, mm-hmm. you, d- you are good at the skill, so you're going to do super good at it. The excellencies were different for every single type of exalt.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the solar had the most efficient one, mm-hmm. and the lunars had the second most efficient one, and then it went on down. So now, an excellency is an excellency is an excellency. It works the same way. So basically, the, the problem was, at even a base level, even if you were playing a mixed group and you were all like low-level characters, that it was inbuilt from day one so at least here you're not gonna you know it's like okay you can get third circle sorcery but i don't know when that's gonna come up
0: <laughs> yeah it and and they even go into rules they also break the rules in essence going some people some exalt types can't get certain levels of power like sorcery yeah. martial arts, stuff like that and they said hey 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 if your gm's cool with it you can have it we don't care
2: like, I was a dragon blood that once learned sidereal martial arts. It's totally fine. Right? Well, that's because I
0: broke the rules and I'll let you do that. Yeah, it like, was great. I intentionally I did that.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: but that's what what draws me to uh, a Yielded essence. Really, it's like yeah, if you want to be the special flow, snowflake dragon blood that learns sidereal martial arts, I okay, have fun. You work like everyone else works. <laughs> there's there's not a lot of there's no big laborious setting. Or even mechanical impediments to say you can't do this. And Exalted's all about breaking limits because it's an anime, and that's what animes do. And so
2: you can it's play what farther. you want
0: and do what you want in the game.
2: Well, no so. So what else do you want to talk about now that we've gotten over all that?
0: No, no, we can we can go over some other stuff
2: real quick. Um, oh, I like the social combat. I like how social combat works in yes, this one. Yes, yes. I like they, that you and uh, there's also like very explicit. You can. If someone is trying to, like, they have the, bro, you can't make me think that rule. Yeah,
0: they have the, it's called the red rule, I think.
2: Yeah, it's the red rule.
0: Yeah, it's basically the, if I, if me as the player do not agree with what's going on, my character does not do it. No matter what you, in-game, what setting, what power you have, doesn't matter.
2: And that's very important because there are things in Exalted that are just mind control like they are literal mind control there are many war charms uh social charms where you literally bend the will and you can bend the will of cities and nations yep and when i say bend the will i mean magic Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah bending people's minds
0: and they call these uh, overall the red rules there but they call it uh, unacceptable orders yep um and Th- that falls into it, but there are other ways to get unacceptable orders if they it don't, because they have to build up power too in the social arena to mm-hmm. make and spend it to make you do something. And if you don't have enough, I don't have to do that. That's also how that an, works. It
2: also, if it's going against, say like your virtues, if it's attacking mm-hmm. one of your virtues directly, like something it's like, this is literally against this virtue in every way conceivable. I get to just say no. And yep. you get your dice back uh, no they get some dice to like get at you later yes but if they break the rule and just like unacceptable orders completely you just nothing happens it's like yep. nope <laughs> and they
0: made it they made it very clear because they wanted to make sure that there's a delineation of you just can't make a character do something that the player is not comfortable with
2: Period. and also like Intimacies aren't mind controlling of themselves, and that's what they are called. You instill intimacies in people, and basically, just intimacies are a strong feeling towards X. You have a strong, you have some sort of feeling, or a very strong feeling towards X, and that is more role play fodder and like stunt fodder than anything else, right? But you can have a strong intimacy towards, I don't know, the Ebon Dragon. But if you're a solar, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, it that didn't land on me, even though you wanted that. I don't. I don't know. I can have that, but it's like my intimacy is that I want to put my fist up his ass. I don't know, and he might enjoy that, but but I won't.
0: Um, he no, he enjoys it because you definitely don't enjoy this. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So what I wanted to go, uh, because they do explain all the other Exalt types, and for people who do know Exalted, this is really cool because there's some new ones here that we've never experienced. And they, re- they also get to, re- they're reimagining some of the old ones from second edition. We have the Dragonblooded, we have the Lunars, we have the sidereals and the Solars, which are mostly the same, mostly the same. Uh, then we have obviously these are called the Exalts of creation. Then you had the exident, the ones I told you earlier, because in third edition canon, what has happened is the process of making an Exalt requires a god to sacrifice a measure of their power to make it put their per, their essence, quote unquote, into a mortal to do so sort of to make that mortal superhuman essentially Mm -hmm. normally if it's a lesser god this destroys and kills the god so it's only done when the god is like really really
1: needs this Um, i need a champion i need someone who can act in creation where a god cannot
0: yeah because they're they definitely and this is talked about a little bit like i've listened to a couple other podcasts and talked to people on the forums and on the discord about gods are less substantial in this version in third edition and in definitely essence it's like they're much more hands off they're much more ephemeral they're more like i am assigned to do this thing but i can only do so much and Mm -hmm. exalts are where you get a physical person to actually be able to do heroic things and grow and change too because ultimately an exalt can be stronger than the god ever was or could be because of the nature of their essence and the will of being a human um, so exodnts are just unique ones. That's technically where all the other like the solars came from because the unconquered sun, the first time the sun ever set was when he made all 100 mm-hmm. of of the solar essence, which tells you how powerful he was because if it normally making one exalt kills a god and he mm-hmm. made a hundred and he only sets now, like he is extremely powerful. right. And all the other ones are the same way. They all gave up a piece of themselves to make a uh, a a number of lesser uh, a number of exalts. Uh, then we get like Bissels are still here. Alchemicals are here. They did something really cool with alchemicals, Scott. I love it mm-hmm. so much. So alchemicals in second edition are like Autochthonian exalts. They're they peep. They're basically automatons. They're human. They're human souls and automatons that are there for the good of the people.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: normally there was an entire plot event in the old edition to get them into creation called the Locust Crusade. Right now they've introduced, did you want to play a creation based one? That's always been here.
1: Huh?
0: Otak made you in the first age and now you were laying dormant and now you've activated.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So if you're like, Oh, I, I was the party of exalts that I'm a part of uncovered me in an ancient tomb. Hello humans. How do you fare? What year is it?
1: Let us do communism.
0: Yes, but but then also do communism because they're they literally have a power that says they get better if they are fighting or working with for the will of the people. Like it's about <laughs> their community. They're they're very they're very socially in community focused exalts. Um, which I thought was a brilliant way of like making normal chemicals mm-hmm. and. The charm the charm set works just the same like everyone else, except they just have like sidebar saying, yeah, your charms are more of a physical expression of your body than any sort of weird feng shui chi stuff going on. So take note of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Your rockets are rockets. Yeah.
0: <laughs> your solar essence beam cannon is literally a cannon on your arm. Adults of other realms is what they call them, like the alchemicals, the abyssals. This is where we get the, some of the new ones that are really weird, like the ketamine. like we said mm-hmm. earlier. The ketamine are literally, they do not exist until they exult, and they are an exult from a time, a fate that has been woven out of creation. Hmm. So if you want to play your, what was the name of that anime? Isekai. Isekai. You can be like, oh, in my world... I'm just a normal schoolboy who. What is going on here? And you, they have the power. Like they're kind of anti sidereals They for they can weave their own fate around them and make reality what they want because they remember a reality that has never existed.
2: And they can enforce their will on creation, doing that, which I imagine probably doesn't. Like, the sidereals probably don't like that very much. I would have no, to imagine that no, they would not way. easily get along with them.
0: Yeah, um, there, There's actually you're some built-in animosity in some of these exult types. They're going, you're not the bad guy. No one's the bad guy. Like, no one's straight up, you are just an evil son of a bitch. But the Getamine are very, very self-focused because they're like, this world is wrong and it needs to be righted. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, uh, we have infernals. Uh, they're taking a different stance in infernals in third edition and in essence than second edition. Um, they are solar exults. They will have charms that emulate like the yozie, but they are not specifically, categorically, are not yozie charms. Hmm. Um, in definitely in essence has gotten is they've drawn back the they've drawn all of the big big creatures like all the primordials away from the limelight and have said these are things so big and in crazy we're really not going to touch on them super specifically we are keeping them nebulous because we want you the gm to come up with what you want to do with them and infernals still do what they do it's just less creepy and just more like rock star princes of hell is basically Mm -hmm. what they are Uh, they're also more rebels they're anarchists they're like, the system sucks, and we need to bring it down. Uh, and the last one, which is an odd one, because they're very physical, is called the liminal exalts. They're the ones that literally they're exalt types of the underworld from maybe an exalt type from the first thing that died or something like that, where they're essentially they're Frankenstein's monsters that have come back to life, yeah. and they have to tither themselves to a living person.
2: You're a resurrection gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you're off. literally a resurrection gone wrong. Yep. That was one of the weirdest ones. I was like, when did this happen? Like, yeah. who, who came, when, like, what book was this from? It's apparently entirely new. This is uh, entirely just, new. They decided they wanted to do something completely new. That's cool. I think yeah. it's neat. It's weird.
0: It's like, getamine are the, uh, from a mechanical standpoint, getamine are like, they actually split their essence pool. They actually have, their emotes are either in flowing or still. And depending on where they are, they get certain bonuses and certain charms that they have change based on what moat what moat pool they pulled from. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Uh,
0: yep. And liminals are interesting because they they're based on like the humors, like blood and and, and bone and marrow and stuff like that and all the undead stuff. But they're all guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, but they're actually the categorical immortal ones. Huh. As long as their head exists, cannot die. They can't die. They can be put back together, and they can live on.
1: That's but, interesting.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, and so in Exalted Essence, you can play all of these, and you can play them all in the same group. They're really cool. They're really good. All of them get their own special advantages. We're not going to go through every single one. There's a lot of them.
2: Because there's literally five sets of active, passive, and iconic. There's 50 of them, then. There's basically. 50 of them, and so 150 total anima abilities.
0: Yeah, well, Ooh. there's 10 of them. There's 10 exalt types with roughly five in each sub, in as a subtype in each type. And so each that's
2: 52.
0: Yeah. So basically, they all have passives. And as far as we've read, they're all very flavorful.
2: Just uh, one flavor, of, they just flavor. They, and you know, they help. If you're a dragon blood, it helps your homies. Yep. You're, if you're a solar, it makes you good.
0: Uh, actually, solars are real because something, something I found a quick mechanical thing. So solars, one of their advantages, they don't have to spend most of essence on an excellency. They just everyone's rocket. So what's cool is though how essence how excellencies work in the system is, if you have an excellency in an ability, you just get that ability again in extra dice. Neat. So it actually focuses you on like you want to do the good thing that you're already good at to be super good at it, rather than like shoring up your weaknesses.
2: Oh, and mm-hmm. Solars
0: will always be able to do, as long as they have an excellency, they'll always be able to do superhuman things, which I was like, that's a very elegant way of demonstrating their power without like making them oppressive.
1: Neat. I appreciate it.
0: Also being a castless lunar is really wicked. Like it's it's very
1: cool. So Exalted Essence, good fucking time.
0: Yes, yeah. absolutely. 100%. I could talk about this for more hours. It's just so much to it.
1: There's a lot to it, and yet it is deceptively
0: simple. Yep. You just have to I, worry about what cool little abilities you have and start rolling
2: some nice. I would say that, the yes, the phases of combat do complicate things just a little bit because I'm never going to remember what phase three is. Like, yeah. you're never going to – I just – they don't have, like – they have, like, a phase one through nine for combat and phase one through, like, four for social combat. And a lot of charms – the one thing I would say it's like, this charm can be used in phase X, for this and this and it's like "Mm, i really am okay so i'm gonna need a flow chart is what i'm gonna (laughs) yeah it's phase one what can i do as
0: someone who ran as someone who ran second edition that also had a step sequence do it a couple times you get it pretty quickly you know exactly what where everything will go. most of the
2: time it flows the way one might expect magic the gathering to flow yes except Everyone should know that they are limited. To, they are, everyone's just limited to two actions during a, a, a round or something, I think, and they can spend those wherever they like. And if you attack someone, they defend against it. And then if they lose, something else happens. Oh, and uh, you can apply certain charm.
0: Uh, just for cool. the also, as a comment on the ease of use of this book, they straight up go, Hey, if you don't want to make your own character and you just want to play an archetype, we have made pre-gen archetypes for you. Yep. They mm, have like plug-and-play the characters essentially for you that you're like, take these things, take these charms, you're done. You don't need to read everything. Do You just want to get started playing, you can do it.
1: Cool. So like for con games and one-shots.
0: Yeah, one-shots exactly. and stuff like that. If you don't want to make a super personal, or you get, you're get, you trying to introduce a new person to Exalted, mm-hmm. it's almost like that's what this entire book is there to do. I,
2: well, it, it's good I mean, for... that's smart. It's good for, you know... If half the people there know what's going on, good enough. <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. And you can be like, yeah, you're random Joe Schmo from fucking random fantasy town. And now you're now you now you are imbued with the power of God. God. God.
0: Yeah. And it's basically like, here you go. And also because of the exigence, you're like, if you want to be super customizable, the uh, go the complete other direction, play an exigent, and you're like, Yeah, I'm the the exalt of luck or I'm the
2: or I'm the shoes. empress's stub toe i don't know yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah there's a foot, whole bunch of things a lot of
2: foot do. stuff
1: well that sounds fucking cool guys
2: yeah it's really rad okay i'm do... sold on this you gonna wrap it up thing. you want to wrap it up scott yeah i want to yeah. wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> want to do this right now. This wanna talk, about, wanna talk do patron content and talk about talk about media we like okay yeah
0: <laughs> no no but anyways uh i'll again link in the show notes Exaltedism is definitely Check worth your money please go back it
1: yeah, you can still get it on backer kit.
0: Get it on backer kit. Get it up. Look at it. I think it's a good time. It's a great introduction to the setting that we all really enjoy. So, yeah. So, from everyone here at Polyhedron.